Well, there are many ways to increase dopamine levels. Shopping, exercise, a hug from a loved one, or even just being out in the sunshine. And while we're told it's important to boost our mood, Research shows that too much pleasure can actually lead to pain. Oh, one expert shining a light on the topic is Dr. Anna Lemke. The celebrated psychiatrist's new book explores how overconsumption and indulgence are the stepping stones toward addiction. Author and professor of psychiatry, Dr. Anna Lemke, uh, joins us now. Anna joins us live from Los Angeles. Great to see you. We usually think of dopamine as a good thing, but what happens to our brains if we get too much of it? What happens is that our brain responds by downregulating our own dopamine production transmission so that we go into what's called a dopamine deficit state, which is very similar to being depressed or anxious or unable to sleep. And once that happens, we're essentially entering addicted brain, where now we need to use our drug of choice in ever more potent forms, in ever greater quantities, not to get pleasure, but just to restore this pleasure pain balance and return to feeling normal. And when we're not using, we're experiencing the universal symptoms of withdrawal from any addictive drug, including screens, which include anxiety, irritability, insomnia, dysphoria, and craving. Okay, so why and how is social media in particular throwing our dopamine levels out of balance? So, dope, so social media is not a neutral stimuli. It has been engineered to be addictive. It's essentially hijacking our innate and healthy desire to connect with other people, which releases oxytocin, our love hormone, which releases dopamine in the reward pathway. But what social media has done is distilled what is essentially a healthy desire to connect into a potent drug. It's done that through a number of different, a number of different ways. For example, the likes or giving something a number makes dopamine fire more strongly. The rankings, the, the beautiful images, and also the artificial intelligence or AI algorithms, which learn what we like and then essentially suggest to us what we should be wa watching next. So that when we're in the middle of a, a YouTube video or Snapchat or Instagram, we're already in that dopamine deficit state thinking about how can I get my next hit. So now we have to continue to use just to kind of stay out of that dopamine deficit hole. Okay, mm. so scary when you spell mm. it out like that. So we see people like actor Tom Holland saying, you know what, I'm going to take a step back from social media. Is that the right approach? As a psychiatrist, what's your advice when it comes to maybe... Uh, taking a digital detox. Yeah, so Tom's intuition about this is right on. We, in fact, need to take a break from these digital drugs in order to allow our brains to start to upregulate dopamine production again and restore what we call homeostasis or healthy level baseline firings of dopamine. I usually recommend a month of abstinence, which is about the minimum amount of time it takes to reset reward pathways. But if you can't do a month, do a week. If you can't do a week, do a day, but take a break from your device. Okay. Now you're speaking at the upcoming Sydney Science Festival. What are we going to learn from that? Well, I hope that you'll learn about the neuroscience of pleasure and pain. Um, you'll learn how it is that our brains change as we become addicted to either a substance or a behavior, but importantly, also what we can do to get out of that vicious vortex of addiction, including believe it or not, paradoxically, doing things that are hard as a way to reset our reward pathway to the side of pleasure.
Okay, it, sound, it, is, it is absolutely fascinating. Mm. Uh, Dr. Anna, thank you so much for your time this morning. Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you.